Hey guys, my name is Emma Hinkley. And I'm Olivia Newmer. And welcome to our first podcast episode. Um, so basically, the reason why we started this podcast is because we love listening to them. I mean, yeah. who doesn't? They're fun. They make you feel smarter, even if you're listening to dumb <laughs> shit. Um, no matter what. And we thought, like, as teenage girls who are also feminists, many people give a bad rap. Also, they literally don't let teenage girls breathe for anything they do, anything that they enjoy. And we thought, you know what? What if we just made this like a girl's time chat where you actually talk about the shit that goes on in our lives and, you know, just make it a safe space to talk about things that other girls would like and not in like a cheesy way like those American Girl Doll books about puberty, <laughs> but in a way where you guys feel comfortable to listen and we can just talk about the issues going on in our lives and normalize them and normalize being a teen girl. Yeah, totally. I feel like there are no podcasts out there where it's a teen girl. And I think Emma and I were just talking about how much we would love to, like, be able to listen to two teenage girls. We're both 17 now. And, um, I mean, I guess we're reaching the end of our childhood. But how nice it would have been to, like, kind of come into our young adolescence with two girls to listen to who are, I think pretty trustworthy on personal matters and relatable <laughs> <laughs> but for real like i think we are relatable and i think that maybe we can help some people we can make some people feel less alone in this constant battle and i don't know maybe uh provide a laugh for someone a laugh or maybe some advice we could give advice even i feel like that's so true i would love for people to like write in about what they want us to talk yes, about yes maybe we'll make a place where you guys can comment or something like that and we can chat about it you know we don't really have any alternative motives for this <laughs> podcast like we just thought it would be a fun thing to do and i genuinely think we're pretty interesting people i mean i'm definitely <laughs> i'm definitely biased okay. someone needs to humble emma <laughs> <laughs> i'm definitely biased but i feel like our conversations are usually pretty fun and mm -hmm. entertaining and like maybe if we actually give and girls real. yeah if we give girls normal like people to listen to then maybe they'll you know have lower <laughs> have lower expectations <laughs> no okay i hear exactly what you're mm -hmm. saying um maybe you worded it wrong but i <laughs> feel like um so many ridiculous expectations are placed on teen girls yes like, okay we have to um, look beautiful, whatever definition that may be in uh -huh. the moment, whatever society's definition. We have to have that. periods. Uh huh. Ugh. Yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of work. We have to get Gross. good grades. We have to bleed <laughs> once a month. <laughs> it's fucking traumatic. We have to um, be belittled by men yeah, all the time. It's honestly scary. It's scary. Um, it's a scary world to be a woman. I think that no woman has ever gone through her whole life without being without feeling. Somewhat miserably oppressed. uncomfortable or maybe personally attacked mm -hmm. or victimized by a man i don't think yes or you know what i can definitely say is that i don't know one woman who hasn't had a personal experience of being victimized by a man or doesn't know someone who has and that is honestly really sad Mm -hmm. That so many women have to experience that on yes. a day-to-day -day basis. Honestly, it's just so upsetting. And I feel like this little platform that we have maybe can um, just make some girls feel a little less alone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I think, like, 
you know also if you're a man or <laughs> hopefully no like old men are listening to this because that would make me feel uncomfortable not not to generalize but like if you're a guy like you a teen guy you can totally listen like here's the thing we love male feminists yeah we love all men except the ones that are like weird and and hurt women but still like if you're a guy we do not support the kill all men movement we think it's funny but we don't support it we think it's a little silly as a joke. Yeah. Um, Eat all men. That's what we support. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what we really support is just people being educated and people um, being enlightened. Yes. And honestly, I think the reason that so many people aren't feminists, men or women, the reason that so many people aren't is because they don't know what feminism entails. They think that they... Um, what, who coined the term feminazi, you know? Feminazi, like, they yeah. Think, they men, think that feminists, <laughs> they think that or feminists, oh my gosh, that's a whole episode in its own. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyone who isn't a feminist probably thinks that feminism is about women. Woman dominance, wo- alpha female. <laughs> women dominating over men and women like wanting power, which is so far from the truth. I think that it's really important that we educate our audience as well yes, and tell period. them that feminism is solely about um, just helping women um, feel equal to men and getting equal treatment in the workplace yes. and emotionally, how emotionally damaging it is mm-hmm. to constantly suffer from just inequality and yes. also pay grade are you kidding there's physical evidence concrete evidence yeah i mean we, we we're doing this for the girls and the gays that's it but also the <laughs> men they love him my shit um no uh, okay to get my point across <laughs> i i just hope that if you're a guy listening to this podcast, you are so welcome here. You know, listen, there is nothing hotter than a guy who respects women. Yeah. Like, if you yeah. listen to us, you will have girls hitting you up yeah. 24-7. They're doing so well. Even Their in high DMs school. are infested with girls all with over the bad them. bitches all uh-huh. across the United yes. States. Yes. And fucking the world. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, everyone's welcome. Just know what we're here for and know what we stand for and know that anyone is welcome here. We mentioned earlier that old men aren't really welcome. <laughs> um, but hey, if you're a feminist and if you want to learn a little something today, then come on over. Yeah, get on the women train. So, Liv, how was your week? Let's jump into it. My week was pretty good. Um, I talked to Cindy. Um, so... For those of you who don't For the listeners. (laughs) For our little monsters in the audience. (laughs) Um, Cindy is mine and Emma's therapist. We share a therapist. Yeah. Um, Cindy. With with other things. We also share other things. What are you talking about? (laughs) Genetics. We took the... Underwear. Yeah, Emma and I are the same person. The class fish. (laughs) Shut up. Sorry. (laughs) So, my week was good. When I talked to Cindy, we just talked about body image. Mm-hmm. I won't delve into it, but I've been meditating a lot recently. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I've been meditating for kind of a long time now. Yeah. And at first, it's like obviously kind of frustrating to just sit there and like try to focus on your breath. But mindfulness and like practicing meditation has literally helped me so much and I haven't even realized it. It's literally my subconscious working like behind the scenes. Honestly, I feel like our generation, we kind of stigmatize mental illness and I think that prohibits a lot of kids from 
putting their mental health first and doing stuff like meditating. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm involved in lots of internet communities, not like willingly. Like <laughs> Dude, I'm like actually no on Reddit. Way. No yes. Way. Are you serious? I, I'm a, I'm a redditor. I'm an avid <gasps> redditor. No way. I don't ever post anything. What's your at? Give yourself I'm, a shout out. Um, Coochie Monger 420. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, I just go on Reddit. But I'm more talking about like TikTok communities, like. I am mm-hmm, totally. all of the communities I'm involved with online are so normal about mental health. Like people are like, That's yeah, amazing. I had a schizophrenic episode today. Like, oh, I hate having DID because it's so hard to like find who Can I truly you am. What DID is? It's dissociative identity disorder. So basically, think about the movie. Is it split personality? Yeah, disorder? think about the oh. movie Split, except like literally he's they're usually not serial killers and they're also not usually insane it's usually just they have a lot of trouble like being in the present in the moment and get stuck in like kind of a dream state um but it's yeah it's different for everyone um yeah and what i mean by it's stigmatized is it's not okay to um be depressed sometimes or be anxious sometimes or have a disorder or condition um but I think it's so wonderful that kids are talking about it because um, something that has happened to me just in the past, and I don't know if Emma can say this for herself, but I know that other teens can relate, is that if you if you get burnout or if you feel depressed or if you feel so, so anxious or if you have a panic attack, then maybe you think, like, um, something is wrong with you. And I put wrong in quotes because that is such... Um, toxic language to use obviously there's nothing wrong with you Mm -hmm. obviously Um, I think if something like burnout or depression or anxiety um, if you're experiencing that then I think that's just your body and your psyche's way of telling you Mm -hmm. that you need to nurture yourself a little more and you need to be there for yourself and I don't think there's anything wrong with that yeah and like the but it's it's so weird that you say that because like as I was saying in all these like internet communities people are so open about it and then like locals like people in our area like people instagram with, instagram whatever. the most people will ever hint at is like they'll post a little instagram story that's yeah. like mental yeah. health awareness and it's like there's nothing wrong with that but i have i literally only have three people in my life who know <laughs> and all of you little monsters <laughs> that like I, I, those little monsters. <laughs> I like it <laughs> yeah i literally have three three friends in my life who know about my mental health struggles and like yeah. it's just weird because it in my groups or like larger groups, I have never ever felt comfortable enough to bring it up. And Me like, either. it's not it's not really that I wouldn't want to talk about it. It's like people just don't really care. Like people don't ask, and they don't That's expect so you true. to ask because maybe they don't want to open up either. And when you say something like "How are you?", you you're never not gonna be like <laughs> an answer further than "Oh, good." You're gonna be like, "Oh, I I was feeling homicidal today." <laughs> Yeah, like, literally, no one's going to say that. Yeah, so I just think in some senses it is, it is destigmatized, but in other senses it's not. And it, it actually makes my heart hurt so much for people who don't have anyone to talk to about it mm-hmm. because you know that it just builds up and it causes it to be so much worse. Because honestly, I didn't have anyone to talk to before, like, November. I mean, I had my sister, um, which, oh gosh, I'm so grateful for Sophie, my sister, but... um yeah before november i never really talked to a friend about it before emma 
before I literally had the worst burnout of my life and like didn't think I could ever return to school. Like guys, trust me, burnout is real and it is so overpowering. Um, yeah, I mean, I could record a whole episode about that, but burnout is real and it's, Mm -hmm. it's awful that kids have to struggle with that and adults too. Um, but yeah, I remember I talked to Emma about it and Emma, you told me like, yeah, I relate. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm so happy that you came to me with this. Do you remember that? Yeah. Of anyway. course I remember it. I know. That was like a huge turning point in our friendship. That was like definitely one of the main moments in my life. Like, literally same. Like, Emma, I wasn't going to go as far as saying that just now, but literally same. I don't think I'll ever forget that. If I were to make a movie about my life, that would, like, in, if I were, like, in five scenes, it would definitely be one of them. <gasps> For sure. No fucking way. Yeah. For oh my god. Sure. I think same. Actually. Because, yeah. See, for me, like, I've had. If I were to make a movie in 10 scenes, actually, if I were to make a movie in seven scenes, that would for sure be featured. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> um, glad you thought of two other scenes. That would be more <laughs> Um, But yeah, like, that for me, I, I've had, I've had, like, I've had underlying mental, like, health issues my entire life. But the thing was, my brain, like, literally, like, my coping mechanism was forgetting about them. Mm-hmm. So I never even, because I didn't talk to anyone about it, I never even recognized you there never, was a problem. Like, face them head on. Because, because I didn't re- even remember that they wow. happened or the extent of them at all. It would be like breakdown and then like sleep and like, oh, what happened? I don't remember. I probably just cried last night. Like, and the fact mm-hmm. that when we started talking about it and I was able to, like, that was the night after, like, a bad situation. Me the, too. It's yeah. so crazy that something really, like, bizarre and traumatic mm-hmm. happened to us the same night. And then we were able to talk, talk about the next about day. The next day without ever talking yes. about mental illness before. Exactly. And if and if it wasn't the next day, then I probably honestly would not have even remembered what happened. But the fact that wow. I was able to talk about it and you, like, <gasps> showed concern, like, made me realize, like, hey this isn't normal like at all so then I started keeping track and understanding like what was actually going on it's obviously normal um whatever's happening to Mm -hmm. you but um yeah I'm so glad that you realized that um it's so important to well I think the first step is just talking about it like I think that's so therapeutic in itself yeah like you um you don't need to um, put so much pressure on yourself or worry about like um, pulling yourself out of a depressive state or an anxious state like don't worry about that all like the I think my only advice to someone dealing with that kind of thing is the first step that you should take is just talking to someone who's gonna support you who's gonna love you and who's gonna accept you and mm-hmm. never look at you differently because you should not be looked at differently yeah um but yeah definitely that's the only thing that you should worry about initially and then Mm -hmm. you can um there are so many ways that you can receive help Mm -hmm. yeah and I think like I genuinely believe with all of my heart everyone should see a therapist at some point in their lives did she tell you that she told me that and I was like damn I totally agree she didn't tell me that but like I genuinely like like now I think everyone deserves to see a therapist because even if you don't have necessarily like any mental illnesses or any trauma like there are there it just feels so good to talk to someone about your it life feels so good and it genuinely just makes you a happy person knowing yeah. you have someone you could talk to about mm-hmm. no matter what someone who's not going to bail on you yeah and like it, it's kind of a support system in itself even though you are like paying for it mm-hmm. I just think it it 
even if you don't have any like immediate problems, it helps you to prevent future ones and it helps you to genuinely just become a more self-sufficient person totally. in your mental health and like understand yourself. It's like <laughs> there it's so therapeutic. It literally is. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And like I can say 100% my life has improved so much since I started going to therapy just because of Absolutely the sheer same. like ability I have to now deal with my problems. Like no matter what yeah. happens, I know I can be like, "Oh my god, I'm going to talk to Cindy about this on Thursday and at least she'll be able to help me. And the thing about therapy, like the biggest thing that I think that people misunderstand about therapy is it is like lifelong benefits because you learn to do all of these amazing things on mm-hmm. your own. Yes. Like you learn how to really, really take care of yourself and all of these things become so clear that maybe we're a little bit blurred before. Yeah. What do you think the most, what do you think the best thing for you to come out of therapy was sorry that was phrased no I totally get what you're saying um like what do you think is my biggest takeaway yeah oh gosh or like what was the best thing that it's done for you like in a a specific event um probably okay I can say this I have I've always been so grateful so so grateful for Not just the house I live in or my loving parents, but, you know, the air I breathe, the ground I walk on. Like, therapy has helped me reinforce my own existing gratitude. And I think that therapy is going to be a little bit different for everyone. But personally, for me, I think the biggest thing that will just carry me through life and just help me, you know, feel like I'm floating is gratitude. And, you know, I think a little bit of gratitude never hurt anybody. I think everyone needs so much of it in their lives and also I think like something that gratitude has done for me is just putting things into perspective like um maybe maybe I'm too hard on myself sometimes and if I'm like if I'm too hard on myself for my body the way it looks because let's be real guys that's like a huge concern for a lot of girls our age if I'm hard on myself for the way my body looks and I go to bed that night and list three things that I'm grateful for about my body. I'm grateful. I'm grateful for my ability to walk. I'm grateful for my long eyelashes. I'm grateful for um, my, I don't know. Cute ears. Yeah, thank you, Emma. I'm Tits. Grateful my, Sorry. <laughs> I'm grateful for my, my cute ears, yes. Um, if I list Your those, jugs. I, thanks, um, I'm grateful for my jugs. I sure am. Your though. voluptuous cooch. Yeah. Yeah. Certainly. Yeah. Um, yeah my my lovely titties and my juicy booty but yeah I totally am grateful for those things and I can say that confidently and you know sometimes I'm not gonna love the way they look and sometimes I'm still gonna compare myself but when I say like oh I'm grateful it's just like it literally changes your mindset like we learned about this in HAP I'm sorry I've been rambling for a long time go ahead we've learned about this in HAP anatomy and physiology that when you practice being happy those synapses in your brain that are like designated for being happy they literally get so strong that your brain automatically just is happy like those synapses automatically take place when you practice being happy so like Mm. if I wake up in the morning and I'm like well like oh I'm so tired let's see where the day takes me I bet it's gonna be a bad one I'm going to have a bad day, most likely, because mm. um, that's the kind of energy I'm attracting. But if I wake up and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm so grateful for my curly brown hair and I'm grateful for the air I breathe and the ground I walk on, mm-hmm. then I'm probably going to have a way better day yeah. than I would have before. 
period. So gratitude is huge. Yeah. But what is one of your takeaways from therapy that you learned about yourself? Oh, okay. Well, well I think <laughs> therapy is all about learning yeah, about yourself. It, it like, is. It's not about what your therapist You're teaches right. you. It's about what your therapist helps you see about yourself. Yeah, okay. That's how I feel. For one, it was what I learned that, like, medication is not a bad thing. Like, oh, were you, like, afraid of medication? I was terrified of medication. Wow. I was like, I would have no personality I would become a robot. I would become a slave to the government. <laughs> I would have no life, basically. I'd just be another brick in the wall, as my boy Pink Floyd once said. But, you know, she just quelled all my anxieties about it. And just, like, and, and the fact that, like, medication is not necessarily an evil thing. It's also um, kind of just to, like, check the fact that there's so many, like, loopholes for your brain is crazy (laughs) like i've never i've learned so many i thought i knew so much about psychology because i've watched all these psychology (laughs) tv shows i read all these books about psychology i constantly researching mental illnesses Mm -hmm. um just because it interests you yes and there's so much that i've learned like for example like connecting your right and left brain like that literally single-handedly like dive into that a little bit yeah, but not too much because it's kind of boring. Okay, go ahead. But it's, Just give a quick I'll summary. I'll give a quick summary. Basically, I was having terrible insomnia for like two weeks because that's how my anxiety was I manifesting was so itself. For you. Yeah, and I was like, like literally going. Don't let anyone bedonkers. underestimate like how um, like traumatic that was for your body. And yes. Your mind. Have you guys seen Fight Club? I'm going to assume you said yes. <laughs> Think about what's his name? Ryan. Uh, Tyler Durden. Think about Tyler Durden. Obviously, I wasn't Tyler Durden, but like. I would, like, say I'm, like, 5% of the way there. Like, I was seeing things. And, like, yeah. the thing is, I never would have thought doing a little art project where I draw my, <laughs> I draw myself. <laughs> did not you be- do that with I, Yeah, I did art therapy <gasps> wow. where you draw yourself and then you can, and then you overlap left to, re- left to right in black marker, connects your left and right brain, and it literally cured my insomnia. That's like, it's amazing. insane. That's amazing. Like, there's literal, like, oh life gosh. hacks for your brain. It's, yeah. it's, that was, like, a huge takeaway. That's amazing. But, and I feel like, um, helping your mental health is so much more accessible than people give it credit for. Yeah. You know, you could do, there are so many things that you could do to, um, just help yourself, you know? And that, and I feel like there are a lot of videos on YouTube, like self care where girls will like get in the bath and play music and put on a a face mask. And this is not to say that those things aren't, um, caring for yourself, but I don't want young girls to think that that's the only way to address, um, caring for yourself because Mm -hmm. truly caring for yourself I think is caring for the mind Um, and body yes absolutely care for the body Mm -hmm. but you know um I think the whole self-help thing um I think it should be refocused on mental health because it is so important that people don't neglect that I just feel like it's so important to care for your mental health like I really really want to stress that all you really need to do is be grateful for you, for the beautiful person that you are, and have a little compassion for yourself. Yeah. Say, like, I, I am enough. I love myself. I am grateful for myself. I'm beautiful. I'm intelligent. Whatever it may be, whatever speaks to you. Yes, queen, period. Um, yeah, just to reiterate the entire idea of this mental health, go to therapy. Like, Please, please do it or just get a friend that you can 
well, that can sometimes be toxic. But find someone to talk to. Also, just never forget that you are the baddest mm-hmm. biatch out there. Look at yourself in the mirror and look into your eyes until you don't feel like you're a real person anymore. <laughs> and just give your attention <laughs> to touch part. <laughs> you have to delete that. Yeah, right. I'm not deleting that. For sure. That was the best thing that that's what we're that's what we're clickbaiting this podcast. Hot 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 milf farts all over hammock during teen podcast. That's the name of this. Let's be clear, I don't have children. So anyways, guys, we just wanted to say, you know, we're wrapping up the end of the podcast. We want to keep them kind of short because you are a teen and you probably have a thousand things to do um, unless you're tanning. Like scroll on TikTok unless you're tanning. Then feel free to listen to our other episodes that we will soon be pumping out. Um, This is Emma Hinckley. I love you guys. And this is Olivia Newmer. Thank you guys so much. Bye. Bye.